I sat down with Grandma Roni a number of different times throughout 2018, and we just talked about her life and what she remembers of her 90-plus years so far. Most of our conversations were about her life growing up and her memories as a young adult and parent of five kids. She loves to reminisce and reflect on her life, and I wanted to both be there to listen to her and record it for her kids and grandkids to enjoy as well. So with that, I present Verona Roberts in her own words. I, I was born on the farm at home in a community called Willow Creek. And uh, it was kind of a German community. <laughs> Everybody was speaking German. And I was one of triplets, three little girls. And uh, I was born first. And they named me Verona. Then I had the, the second one was Viola. And then the Violet was the last one. So there were three V's. <laughs> then uh, there were three sisters and a brother already when my mother was pregnant. And she, she knew that she was going to have, she figured she was going to have two, that she was going to have twins. Okay. And then she went into labor uh, probably about a month early and wasn't really prepared. To, <laughs> she had planned on going to the hospital in Medelia. And she had, they called Grandma, Grandma, Keatser was my mother's name, <laughs> and she always was. We all. She always was a German. We were all German, so they called her Mutti. <laughs> that was Grandma in German. Oh yeah. What they called Plattdeutsch. <laughs> Otherwise, if you, it's Großmutter, but we, everybody always called her Mutti. <laughs> So uh, she took Viola and had her for about a year and a half, and uh, Violet went to my mother's aunt. So my mother had really just me for okay. quite a while until, well, finally the aunt brought uh, brought her back, and and then my grandma. Viola stayed with them for about two years, but then I finally, my dad said that he went and got her. He said we, that uh, he felt that she need, she was like an only child, and that worked out just fine. So, where did your parents get the name Verona? Do you know? Yes, uh, uh, that uh, in the community we lived, it seemed to be a common name, okay. and I know there were um, a girl that was just down the street, a family, and they had a girl by that name, and I, I think my dad had a sister by the name of Verona, and uh, they lived in Wisconsin back then, you know, going to Wisconsin was like going to Boston, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I, you know, I, 
I never really knew her, but for some reason, uh, she was about his closest age, and, to, and as they grew up, they were probably quite close about doing things together. So, so he and then of course he came to to Minnesota to go to work, and uh, ended up getting married and stay, and so he was always sort of missing his sister Verona. Okay. <laughs> I guess. That's what I've heard. And then when we had the, the triplets and they wanted three Vs and uh, then he f first one was um, he said he'd like to name one of them and, uh, Verona after his sister. Oh. And I really don't know where Violet and Viola came in there. Yeah. That was after the name sort of quite common, too, I guess, in, in that area. So when I was in the elementary school and the parochial school, there were three Veronos, and there were about 40 students back <laughs> then. And so we were never, never just... Well, Verona, I was always, well, the teacher kind of called me number one, <laughs> <laughs> number two, because at, at that time my name was Schwanke. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of hard to, oh, always Verona Schwanke. Yeah. And the other two were Klaus and Keitzer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All those German yeah. names, you know, so. <laughs> when did people, did they call you Roni when you were a kid? Yeah, then, then as we were little, um, and then my l little sisters, that's what they would call me. Oh, okay. I was Roni. <laughs> yeah. So that's, how, and it, it stuck then, seemed like even, I thought after I moved away and got away, but then even here, some of them call me that because I, you know, it, oh, it fits you so well. <laughs> How in the world did you get that? They'd never heard it. So yeah. They think my name was probably Rona. And I said, no, it's Verona. Verona. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll always be Grandma Roni for us. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes. then I guess when I was out, out there, then she had another grandma, so then she always said, Grandma Stella, and she had a, a kind of a nickname, too, and that Grandma Roni, and it was hard for her to always to, to remember which grandma and how. And so then I told her, well, I'm a grandma, you can call me Grandma Roni, and that's stuck yeah, then. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> can you talk about your time in school as a kid? Well, we were... Uh, six years old when when we went to German parochial school about a mile and a half from from to the farm uh, in first grade were just the, the triplets and one boy <laughs> <laughs> so there was just this poor little boy he, he, he had these three little girls yeah all was sisters. to play with <laughs> and then uh, then when the 
teacher was only one teacher in the eighth grades, and when he had the older kids, a lot of times he, he would just send us outside, especially in the summer or spring and fall when it was nice. The poor of us and send us up. There were no swings and all of that, you know. Yeah. There were trees, <laughs> and we'd climb the trees. <laughs> and then this little boy would, uh, we'd climb, and he'd have to push his up, and oh. he was down there. And then one would climb up, and he'd stand there. But <laughs> and we, we didn't have slacks or anything, you know. And then we had the, just the dresses and. The, Back then, my mother would make her underwear, and then that would they would call them bloomers. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody always laughed. He was always pushing those bloomers <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> and so, God. It was just one room school, yes. right? Yes, it was one room in eight, eight grades. The one teacher, but he had a daughter that at home that had never married, he would have her, her come. Do you remember a lot of bad storms in the winters? Oh yes, there were quite a few storms and they didn't want to close the school. So then my dad would hitch, he had a sleigh Okay. and then he had horse, his horses. They would take the kids to, to school in the sleigh. Oh, fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and so uh, we'd have, you know, blankets and quilts and snow down. <laughs> they even put kind of straw on the bottom and put blankets over it. Yeah. So we just snuggled up down there and on, the on the straw on the, and then had another blanket or quilts, mostly quilts. We were wrapped up in about two or three, depending on what size we were. Yeah. You know. Then were some real bad um, cold days. It seems to me we had a lot of below zero, more so than we have now. Yeah. So, so we had to make sure that there was always heavy quilts and stuff on the sleigh. And then poor dad was sitting out up there, and he had he had a couple of jackets and then a, a big robe type of jacket and with a hood and and he, he sit up there and drive the horses yeah sure he'd take us to school and go back home yeah <laughs> so then otherwise when the weather was nice did you just walk to school oh yeah, uh -huh. yeah. everything was walking so where did you go to high school then well i i did the closest one was Amboy, and uh, I don't know, but for some reason, the folks are going to send us to Amboy to high school. I can't remember what it was. It, they didn't have only so many in a class or something, Okay. and they they couldn't take us. We did, didn't have room for us. So then we went to Modelia. Okay. And uh, and then we started there, and then we had to pay. It was out of our district. Yeah. And then with three, four kids, we went for maybe just... When the winter time came and there was no bus or anything, then there were snowstorms and we were missing so much. And okay. By that time, it was about 
15 or going on 16 already, yeah. then we could quit. You don't, you didn't have to go to school after you're six, 16. Oh, okay. So then the folks just, you know, they couldn't afford and we had to quit school. Okay. Never, never did go to really to high school. Never finished, okay. And then after I got married, and married a, a school teacher, yeah. and there he marries this little country girl <laughs> that, that didn't even have any education. Wow. I never, but I just, you know, we went, first of all, we went to a, a small town, Jasper. Yeah. But I, I just never let on that I did. Oh, I always, I did go to some night classes. They had some nights, uh, night classes. There were other people that had not gone to high school. So then I came to Mankato, and, uh, and then they had what they called a teacher's college Kay. high school. I did go there in, at night. Mm-hmm. And I did. I did get a certificate there. I have that. So, what church did you guys go to then? St. John's Lutheran okay. Church. It was called. So yeah, that was another thing in the winter time. Then we had a lot of times card parties right at the church. Oh, okay. Church space at a basement. So yeah. So it was a nice. It was a nice church. It was not just old rundown. I think it had been built about the year that we were born. Oh, okay. And so it was it was really nice and had a nice big basement. Mm-hmm. So it was always expected that the kids that we would use it for to get together some. Okay. Some of them would play cards and some of us would just run around. Yeah. And so what was life like living on the farm as a kid? Oh, it was fun. We didn't know. We had to make our own uh, fun, you know. Yeah. Or it, we didn't have playgrounds or, or neighbor kids that could. I shouldn't say we didn't. There was a family uh, down the road about half a mile. Through, and they had one daughter. And we we would go back and forth a lot and okay. of course being she was an only child she had so much more <laughs> toys and things everything that you could imagine that and so uh we just loved to go over there yeah. then we could play with all of those things or so anyhow that i look back and i think you know i really had a good <laughs> childhood yeah, yeah. Christmas time we always got something so and usually every one of us got the same same thing and then of course the board there were a lot of like those board games okay you know they and we'd got different boards out three of us and yeah. so a lot of our time in the winter time would be those board games and then they, a lot of them were Yet they also use cards. And we yeah. always said cards and rummy. That's so <laughs> when you started learning how to play cards, right? Yeah. When you were a girl? Yes, and and I I was said I was brought up. Uh, that was our entertainment. Is yeah. 
is cards. No wonder that I enjoy cards. Still so playing them today, yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you play, play out in the snow a lot? Yes, yeah, so I would make snowmen. Oh, was yeah. Everybody made their own snowmen. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> would try outdo one another. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> and I always was the short one. I had always <laughs> the little man. <laughs> oh, I can sure tell which one is brown. <laughs> Did you have sleds? Was there a place to go sledding around your house? Sledding? Yeah. No, not really. There weren't any really hills. Okay. So, uh, and so in the summertime, we would play out there a lot. And okay. we'd uh, rake leaves, and then, uh, especially when the leaves started to fall, rake. And uh, then we'd make, uh, each one of us would make our own playhouse. Oh, and yeah. We'd <laughs> rake. <laughs> A big area, and, and put leaves. So this is the living room. That was a kitchen, and those two bedrooms. And, <laughs> and, and uh, then we had always buy it close to a tree to use it, and then to nail, yeah, uh, put nails in, and anything that we could hang up, you know, that was. When you any of anything in in the house, if you broke a dish or or your silverware knives or something like that got old and they had to replace them, yeah, they would would be thrown out there in a wooden box and and we pick You'd out play with them, yeah, and, uh, some of that and and had um, crates as they called them, sure. peach crates and. Make our own tables oh, and our cool. own, kind of yeah. our own uh, chairs, you know, and then yeah, and each each one had their own place, and then then on the trees we would spool some thread, you know, and we'd pound those in the trees. In the old farms, you know, they always had they always had the phones that okay on the wall, yeah, and then. Uh, and we each had our own house. And then we would have <laughs> call one another on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> ring, ring, <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> Maybe like I probably had one ring, then the other one had two rings, sure. and then the three rings, and the four rings. <laughs> so did did your sister Oli like talking on the phone back then too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so we were always... That was our entertainment, is to talk on the phone with yeah. one another. Yeah. <laughs> How about, did you guys have any bicycles when you were a kid? <laughs> my brother had a bicycle. Oh, okay. My folks just couldn't afford yeah. to, to have a bike for all of us. So when, when he was in school and we triplets were still at home, mm-hmm. uh, we'd, we'd get the bike, his bike. Oh, and we even at at five six years old, it was big. Yeah, and we taught one another how to ride the bike. Oh, okay. So uh, we couldn't even sit down when we would. <laughs> we had to stand up yep. and yep. ride that bike, and then we'd go down the driveway and then come driving back. And with and our our yard was. When you came in a long driveway, then uh, the house was 
over on the left and the other buildings were on the and people and even my folks had always when they came they drove around mm-hmm. to the right and then to the house yeah. so it was such a natural drive sure. the grass was all gone you yeah, know yeah. so and then we had that round thing to <laughs> and we thought, oh, take her turns with <laughs> riding that bike. One would get on and ride it around and back and then come back and then and the other one would get on. So so did you guys like to, uh, did you play with dolls or anything? Do you have toys like that? Toys oh, like yeah, that? it's with dolls and we had um, even trucks. Okay. Um, that... Uh, my brother had one brother, and he had a, just a truck, and yeah. we liked to play with the trucks, too. Okay. So my folks started to give us, uh, for Christmas and think, yeah. we all three would get a truck. Okay. And we, we didn't have sandbox, a long driveway, and then we had a lot of, like, dust storms, you know. Okay. And so the dust would end up blow and end up in the end of ditch you know yeah. and it was real fine it was just like almost like sand mm. you know and then we would would be out there along the driveway and in that dirt yeah and and play in there like sand sure we'd make ourselves some roads you know and yeah. with our trucks and stuff yeah. and then we would be hauling hogs or, <laughs> or or whatever to town and, yeah. and sell them and so oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah did you have a very big house uh well not really very big yeah we had a big big kitchen and then uh, had a big table in there because of seven kids yeah. you know then yeah. sit around there and there was a dining room off of that, and a living room, and a bedroom, and then there were three bedrooms upstairs. Um, okay. So uh, I don't remember we ever felt crowded, you know. Yeah. So, and then there were was a back porch, screened-in porch, and that was in the summertime. We sit out there um, yeah. a lot because it was cooler. <laughs> was it just you and the? Was it just you three triplets in the in one room, or did you have your other sisters in there too? Uh, the other one was usually yeah. She was in with us with two two beds in there. Then I always had to sleep with my the older sister because I was a little one. So and then I. I guess I always was rolling around and kicking her. (laughs) And then she would always complain so much (laughs) about it. And and at first I would cry about it. And then finally I just just kind of enjoyed it. So so whenever she was sitting, even sometimes, if I could, by the table, if she was across from me, I would start kicking her because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she didn't like it <laughs> oh yeah. boy yeah so so you didn't have electricity in your house when you were a little girl 
that's right. Uh-huh. When did you get electricity then? I don't think that they got it until after I left. Oh, okay. I don't remember having it at all on the oh. farm. In fact, I wonder, my the lady that owned that farm, she put it up for sale, and my dad could have bought it. She had the first chance, but, but he, he said there were too many things that had to be replaced, and that would be kind of costly. So then there was a farm on, at Louisville, and that had all electricity and stuff. And by that time, I had gotten married, okay. and so then they moved over there, and uh, for the first time, they had all electricity then. Okay. I think the first thing that they bought was a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys have any running water or plumbing or anything like that? Mm, not not in Willow Creek back yeah. then. There's a lady, Mrs. Henselin was her name, from Amboy. She lived in, she owned the farms, and and she wasn't really anxious to put her money back in there. So a lot, lot, a lot of people had already running water and, and before, before we had it. So just had an outdoor toilet. And yeah. Yeah, that was kind of new for <laughs> for your grandpa yeah. to, to go out there <laughs> and and had to go to the outdoor toilet. <laughs> so I, you guys, when you were little, you had to heat water on the stove. Then, oh yes, that's it. There was always a great big had heat or water. Okay. On had cook stoves, or this they called, you know, the wood wooden stove. Yeah. But you burned wood, and then they they had four burners, and then on the, on the side there was um, like a hot water tank. Okay. Always tried to keep that filled. Okay. And so the cook stove was hot enough to keep that water hot. So okay. when we needed to take a bath and had all this hot water in. And as kids, we were first ones who took a bath and usually and we had an old old tub, you know, then my folks would put water in there again like being always with two kids <laughs> mother would be in there and hurried us while the water was still <laughs> warm and so did the did your house stay very warm in the winter? Yeah, I the upstairs where the bedrooms were, that was always kind of cold. In fact, the stove pipes that went up, like the cook stove, so that if one bedroom it came through, so they always made sure that there was fire in those stoves, and that's what heated that room. And then there was another room that. Uh, a bedroom that four of us girls would would be that had a pipe, and then uh, my older two sisters they were in the room that that was right off from where we girls were. There was no heat in there, but then they always left the door 
to our bedroom open into the hallway and all of the bedroom doors were left open so yeah. and then of course there was a big quilt yeah. <laughs> everybody had about two or three quilts then on their bed so what about like clothes how would you get all where'd you get all your clothes oh my mother she sold okay most of our clothes and my folks would go to Mankato uh, to do shopping to They'd buy um, material, and uh, come. My mother would come home then and and sew our dresses. Yeah. Then she always dressed us alike. So it was three dresses that she sewed. I can't imagine now. When I took some sewing lessons once, and by the time I got done with one, <laughs> I was so tired of seeing it. And I thought, oh my goodness, and my mother would finish one, and then she would start on the other one yeah. and, and until she had three. Then we had a sister who was only a year and a half older, and yeah. she also made clothes. Yeah, for her. Although she says, and I, I don't really remember, but she always said that she really never had any new clothes, because she we had cousins that were maybe a year or two older than oh. her, and so they would hand it down to her, yeah. and she would get those hand-me-downs, and then he she said, and here are the triplets always. They always got new. <laughs> she said, Ma always sewed theirs. She would dress us alike. Yeah. Of course, then in the, in the summertime, though, a lot of times, um, when we weren't going anywhere, so then we could just wear some of those handmaidens, too. Until yeah, but there are three of you. <laughs> yeah, and didn't necessarily have to be dressed alike when we were just out playing yeah did you have to do a lot of chores yeah we all had to do some we had to go gather eggs and the pigs had to had to throw corn out to them and and uh stuff like that so and uh we didn't have running water it was just a pump they called it the pump house and then we had to had to pump them in these buckets and and carry them over to to whatever we were doing. So anyhow, so so we were brought up to do our share a little sharing and working. So yeah, so it was oh yeah, and uh, and I always was in in the in the house but some of my sisters they had to go out and help in the barn so i tried to milk but but they even did some milking yeah. <laughs> so and uh yeah. so what'd you do in the house i know you know it would help with the with the fixing dinner okay cleaning and yeah. all of the housework that had to be done because yeah. the men would come in and you know with muddy boots and yeah and uh we had a house that at one time had a, a kitchen and when they b- bought it and then my, my folks had to build on to it so that they almost called that the old kitchen okay. but that was all kind of that a Put a cook stove in there, 
uh, then in the summertime when it was so hot, and my, my mother, mother would do all of the baking and cooking out there. Yeah. So to keep the the main house cool as possible. Sure. So, and the, my dad would milk the what they call the separate the cream from the milk, and so then the cream was taken to into town that was closest, and that was. Um, well, that was in Willow Creek there, in, near near the school. That's where we would go and buy butter from from him. So, what about like the meals that your mom used to make? What What do you remember eating? What kind of meals did you guys oh, have? Oh, we had good meals as far as, um, of course, they raised their own vegetables and yeah. and. Uh, potatoes okay and we had potatoes every day at noon yeah and then and uh, meat always oh, some meat that was canned it was no refrigeration okay. so my mother canned all and then she'd open up a can couple cans of beef or pork or whatever chicken a lot of times and yeah and uh so we had had always had had good meals and stuff. In the summertime, we had lettuce and fresh peas. And what was your favorite meal growing up? Do you remember? Well, I think chicken. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, even now, I still like the chicken. Yeah. I could have it every day if I had. How far was it into town? Oh, that might have been a quarter of a mile. Did uh-huh. you do your shopping there then? Like groceries and... Yeah, mm-hmm. There, there was a store, what they called the, uh, uh, the Willow Creek General Store. Okay. I think they called it. Yeah. And uh, they, they kept a lot of just staples and yeah. stuff that uh, people would just go and buy. Not a whole bunch of groceries, but it was yeah. kind of when you ran, started to run out of stuff. Yeah. They got so they just about knew everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they knew when they were going to be running out, yeah. out and how much they had to have on hand, hand there to accommodate everybody. So, did you get? Did you come into Mankato very often? Oh, not not often, but we would come in at it to go shopping to like, in, especially in the end of summer. Okay. Or and uh, to go and buy new clothes for school, you okay. know, and shoes, and then we'd go back in the summertime a lot. Quite often we'd go go at night. Every Friday night was shopping night, so oh, okay. my mother would buy materials and yeah. go home and sew dresses yeah. and stuff like that. So. So when you were growing up, did you have a lot of family around, cousins and aunts and oh, uncles? Oh, yes, yes. Uh-huh. You saw them a lot? Yeah, my, my mother's side. There was one one family, they had ten kids. Okay. And several of them had three or four only. But uh, Did they all live close to you? Yeah, they, they all were in that, that area. Okay. So a lot of times, so... Like in the winter time, when the sleigh, you know, then yeah. it would be somebody down the road that was taking their kids. Yeah. And then they call and with telephones and mm-hmm. and you were on the party line. Yeah. Know? And so and then 
they'd call and, and say, I got the horses all hitched up, so and we'll come by and pick up the kids. <laughs> yeah, but even like, so you got to like play with your cousins and, and spend yes. time with mm-hmm. them and... Yeah. Did you guys do a lot of get-togethers? Yeah, there was seemed like every time somebody had a birthday. Yeah. Especially if it was on the weekend, there was always a big, well, now we call it potluck, you know. It's yeah. A, everybody would bring a, a dish. Sure. And uh, whoever had the birthday, they would have bake a birthday cake and then okay. the others would bring extra cake and sure always jello yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah did you guys get to ever do any take any trips anywhere when you were a kid we no we went once to wisconsin okay my dad's family lived there oshkosh Wisconsin. Okay. And we drove out there to see our relatives out there, and that was so special too. Yeah, I bet. We had to go in the car, and and then the, when we got off the main highways, which was gravel, some of them, then they had to get off to get some of those side roads, especially to the farm places. Yeah. And it would be muddy. Mud roads, and I remember one time we got stuck, and oh, no. and we didn't show up all the time, and they kind of we didn't have telephones with us, and yeah. so they there were some of the people that we were going to be staying with, they they got in, in the vehicle or trucks or whatever they had, and they found us that we had got stuck, and okay. they went. Came with the horses and yeah. pulled pulled us out and off of that muddy road. Okay. When you were growing up, did you did you guys like listen to the radio a lot at home? Oh yeah, we had a radio. And of course, we didn't have electricity and back mm-hmm. there. And then Dad had had a, just a little radio, and they had batteries, so it was kind of limited. You know, so had to work on batteries so yeah. it, it was just mostly in the, in the evenings that we everybody would sit around the radio and listen to whatever program uh, my dad liked to wa- listen to the ball games okay. like back then and so at night in the fall especially when the f- baseball then he would always listen to but in the in the afternoons and uh, when we'd be around, we always could just have music on or whatever. So okay. Uh-huh. Did you, did they have like any like local dances or anything that you'd go to? Yes, we had at, at Louisville. They had every, I think it was every Friday night, not Saturday, because there was church the next day. <laughs> yeah. And the Friday nights they had a what they called the town hall. Uh-huh. And then they had a, what the, maybe a three-piece okay. band. They called themselves the polka band. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And you went there and danced with whoever. Yeah. And that was always fun to, to do that. So. Sure. And they had a little cafe, a, a coffee shop. And, yeah. And they would be open so that you could go in and get a can of it. A pop, as I called it, again, like candy bar, which you never had. <laughs> you could buy a candy bar and a 
bottle of pop for 10 cents or something like yeah. that. That was almost a big treat. <laughs> Over the years, you know, did you have like, do you have like a favorite movie that you've seen? Medelia was the closest town that had a theater and they, they would have uh, a Friday night special where they showed uh, certain movies, you know, and I don't know if they were free, uh, but it didn't, I maybe just cost because of being a teenager, maybe 10 cents for her. Yeah. And adults was probably about 25 cents. And, and my dad would take us into town and then he'd go grocery shopping and while well, we were watching the movie and, and then sit and at a tavern, <laughs> then they're waiting for us, sitting with the guys. <laughs> My dad they didn't really drink, so, um, but he would, you know, they all liked him. Maybe that's it, because he, <laughs> he, he did that. Yeah. And, and a lot of them were some of the relatives. So then when, when we got out of the movie, we went home. There was not stopping off for at a root beer stand or anything like yeah. that. There wasn't such a thing. So, well, what what were some of your favorite movies that you've seen? Well, I can't think offhand. What uh, I know, one the word like Shirley Temple, okay, <laughs> and movies, and then there was a Jane Withers was her name. She was a young girl too. She was older than Shirley Temple, and she was uh, starting to be where she had parts where she had went to parties and and stuff, and that was kind of fun to watch uh, how teenagers were mating and <laughs> and ending up going to dances and stuff. You grew up during the Great Depression. You know yeah. what was that like? Well. Uh, I guess they were hurting, but, uh, you know, I didn't realize that uh, okay. that everybody was having troubles. There were t- times when I guess Dad hardly had enough uh, grain and corn that to make it. They'd have to take it to town and sell it to, and get a, get money. Yeah. So you didn't really notice that think times were tough then during the Depression? You just no, thought no. it was normal? Well, yeah. Well, yes. Their food was a problem. The ration, they called it rationing. And we had coupon books where the colors of the coupons, like for instance, the red ones was meat, which was very scarce. And then another one was another color, blue or green, whatever. There was would be uh, vegetables. The other one would be sweets and cinnamon rolls and cakes and stuff. And so when you went to the grocery store and you wanted to buy some of those things, you had to give them yep. some some of the coupons to buy. So you had to keep track of them. I don't really know why, uh, why it was so scarce. So. Could I guess overseas they would send the sugar and the flowers and stuff like that. So the grocery stores were limited. 
to have that on hand. And then when they ran out, you know, so they just had to wait until the next shipment came in. So they always tried to kind of limit it when he came in. You couldn't go in and buy a 10-pound bag of flour. Everything came in about a one and two pound. And then if you had a large family, then you could you could buy two of them. But if it were just small family, then you just were limited. You could only buy one pack each at a time. <laughs> what do you remember most about your dad? My dad was very kind and hard-working person, and uh, he uh, just rented the farm. What about your mom? What do you remember most about her? She was, she never worked, but she was always there at home. There was, mm-hmm. with seven kids, you know, coming home. She baked a lot, and there was always cookies or cake when you mm-hmm. come home, and, and uh fixed those big meals. How did you meet Grandpa? My goodness, it's a long ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I lived out on the farm, and it's amazing how I ended up with a city <laughs> guy. Um, my had a sister, she worked for as a housekeeper back then. The girls did that, and after they graduated, most of them did graduate from high school, and they just went on and worked. And she ended up in Mankato, and she worked for a couple that uh, really needed help. He had trouble getting around, and back then, you know, there weren't really the nursing homes, and -hmm. and, uh, they had got hired help to get she was the one the housekeeper she did the cooking for them and and then uh, I came to visit her where she was working and then the next next door to her uh, there there was people that they had a um, was a couple and the and he got sick and was sort of semi invalid invalids and 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 then there more or less was kind of ended up being there i i really didn't take care of the man but i was expected to kind of do the housework and and they were neighbors across the alley from the roberts they had a uh, a dog that had to be taken out and i would take the dog out and walk and then your grandpa, he was a school teacher, taught yeah. out of town. So, and uh, when he came home, he'd see me walking a dog, and the first thing he, all of a sudden, he started coming out and walked with me with the dog, and and then they had a dog too, okay. so we would walk always the dog, <laughs> his dog, and the dog that I was helping and taking care of. His dad was in the coal business, and the coal, coal was going out of the coal mines and were shutting down. So they were getting uh, gas, yeah. and, and the Mankato was. And so then he was, he had been teaching, and he came back and, and helped his dad okay. with selling 
like uh, the property and closing the company and a lot of bookwork and stuff and yeah and uh, then first thing I knew I got to know him quite well and he took me out for lunch a few times yeah. <laughs> and then finally also pretty soon it was sometimes at night we'd go out to eat and then we'd go to a movie mm-hmm. and uh, and I said I don't know just Looking back, I don't know, it just kind of came together. (laughs) So you met him and then ended up getting married, huh? (laughs) Well, and that's it. Then then he got got another teaching job at Jasper, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And then... uh, uh, he really, he really didn't know if he wanted to go there, but his dad said, yes, you got got to go. And then he asked me, <laughs> I'd been seeing a lot of him, he asked me if I would go with him, and okay. we'd get married. So yeah. So we had us out in my country, Willow Creek Church, we, we went there, then our minister married us, and then he got this job and then we went to Jasper there and so we we had an an apartment there and across this school and then I while we were living there I got pregnant so by the time they ended it, then Diane was born in August so then I during that time we lived there I I was expecting a baby so I never did anything to go just stayed at home and then we came back to Mankato then we lived on on uh, North 5th Street 625 (laughs) North 5th Street and in an upstairs apartment and then uh, after we'd been there maybe about a year, uh, then we we felt kind of crowded. There's only one one bedroom, and so Diane had to sleep <laughs> was sleeping in the dining room. And so then Grandpa Roberts, uh, he uh, found us uh, a home in North Mankato. On Belgrade Avenue, yeah. 833 Belgrade Avenue, and he helped us buy that. He paid, made the down payment, or okay. and then we got to uh, make monthly payments on it. So yeah. then we we had Diane already and moved there, and so there was was it. At 833 Belgrade, I said, I don't know, forget that. <laughs> but it was a nice, nice home. It had, it had a fireplace and a nice living room and then had two bedrooms and a kitchen and um, not a real room, but off from the kitchen was like a little dinette, I, would, I guess they called it, and it had a kitchen table in there and uh, so you moved to the house and then that's where what jeff was born there wasn't he yes and yeah in marna okay yeah and then that's right and marna 
by the time she came, then we had two bedrooms and they had already Diane and Jeff were sharing a, a bedroom and then the third baby came. Yeah. <laughs> and so we needed to get something bigger. So then we, this place on Timberland was for sale and we, and then I, then you, Grandpa then got a teaching job and then they ended up uh, meeting a lot of teachers and teachers back then they, they did things together. This was always people. There was, they had what they called faculty wives and the, the women had, that was their one night of a month, I think it was, <laughs> the faculty wives met just, just to have a, be it together, and and uh, then we would have uh, when it got warm, and we would have a picnic in the park, mm-hmm. Sibley Park or Turtle wherever it was the closest, and that women had were on the committees and, and made all the arrangements, and yeah. <laughs> and everybody brought some food, and and so we. That was our social life then, well, with the with the other teachers. Cool. Yeah, huh? yeah. And so then we really got involved in the social life and, and everything uh, through the Midwest High School. That people were they were our friends, and we belonged to. First of all, I joined, uh, went to, they were giving bridge lessons, and I, I went to bridge lessons, and there were the number of others, and there were just a couple of them that knew how to play, and they decided to start a bridge club, and then, then we would have that, and then there were several groups in and so then, then we'd have some social time, and it was always with the teachers, either they were at our house or else at the high school, mm. uh, in the cafeteria. They at that time let us. So, being teachers, you you could reserve the cafeteria. So you ended up having five kids. Did you uh, did you ever expect to have a big family like that? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, um, after I had Marna, I said, I said you know, that's it, I'm not, oh my gosh, and then I was going to have, all of a sudden there was another baby in the way, and it was a Craig, and, and uh, then I that they definitely have done that. <laughs> Gosh, I found myself pregnant again. <laughs> so, what was it like raising all those kids? Were they good? Were they yes, good kids? I, I, I just uh, <laughs> I think of it, you know. So, I I always hear lots of stories about. All the kids in the neighborhood. It must have been a kind of fun neighborhood to yes, to it, raise a family, huh? Yes, it was. Uh-huh. Everybody was always playing outside, and and we were living on the, the 
uh, a street there wasn't too much traffic. Yeah. And then uh, across the street, and we had uh, was uh, a doctor, Doctor Theme, mm-hmm. had bought a place there, and they had two already, and then they had twins, <laughs> and so. Craig grew up with, I think it was Craig Kent with those, I don't think it was your dad. <laughs> Anyhow, mm-hmm. um, he um, ended up being real close with, they were always out there playing ball and yeah. playing hide and go seek at night when it was dark and <laughs> stuff. And they made up their own. And Graves lived there. He had the clothing store yeah. downstairs. And then they are they kept having babies, <laughs> so, yeah. and they ended up with about two girls and, and four boys. Maybe it was three girls, I guess, because it's seven kids and and boys. And so there were always a lot of boys. Was it hard for you to have five kids to raise five kids? No, there was you know by the time I had another one. <laughs> The first one already, the, the one before that was already maybe, they're always four and five years apart, you know. Yeah. So uh, sometimes it was so, uh, they were in school already, and, and uh, so uh, like raising one child at a time. Yeah. So, so by the time. Uh, I had your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I was so educated then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did good. You must be. You must be proud of all five of them. Yes, every one of them. I. I say. I. There is not. I have not. What I. You know. Sometimes people have sort of a favorite one, <laughs> and. Uh, Although most all of you were sort of somewhat different, but I I, I treated everybody the same. Yeah. To me, individually, you know, they I gave them attention, but still, I also made sure that they all. Work together and got along to get together. That also, Lyle, my husband, you know, but he was the dad. I said, uh, he he was good too. I can't ever remember that he really lost his temper over the kids and, or grabbed them and spanked them, which is have seen in families. The dad thinks that. The mother leaves it up to the dad to do the disciplining, and he gets a little carried away, and and uh, not not your <laughs> not the dad here. He he would just look, Roni, <laughs> make them quit that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear him say that? <laughs> I'd, I'd be busy, and then I'll just, you know, I'll say, well, I'm busy now, so you do something, and then he 
<laughs> sits there in, the, in this recliner, leans back, and and uh, Kent especially was always a little bit uh, where he would do a little things that he knew would sort of that the other kids hadn't done for, for instance I remember he'd lean back in his recliner and be snoozing <laughs> and Kent would have something on this on the string and I can't remember what would be on the end <laughs> and he'd go over and just swing it over back and forth over his face and then your grandpa would think there was something crawly and all of a sudden that chair that was the chair that they had to pull the lever and it, uh, boom would go back he'd be heading and it would be this thing that Kent was swinging across his face so here and he was the one that could do things and Maybe it's because we were older and we didn't feel like it. sitting in the yellow. <laughs> he got to do some naughty things around the house that I would not put up with. <laughs> yeah, so. I never knew Violet, but obviously you were very close as triplets. So was that pretty hard on you when Violet passed away? Well... Uh, Yes, uh, I often think about that too. Uh, you know, for some reason, I I just I'm sort of vague about uh, well, just how it was expected. Yeah. So it was not that she. In fact, my when. It was harder on me when my mother died because she died with a heart attack. Oh, okay. And and didn't get to the hospital and and died at home. So, um, and then I ended up, you know, sort of made it a point to to see that my dad always had. Um, he lived in, they lived in Mankato by that time, okay. and on, on, up on Hilltop, and, and, uh, so then after she passed away, and, uh, then I, I'd have Dad over a lot for dinner. Okay. Um, and then send home leftovers. And, yeah. And, and, uh, Stop in whenever I had had the car and could go up on hilltops and and I'd run in to see if he needed anything and sure. But he did have a car, so so he he could go to to the grocery store himself. So. And you uh, you were a widow for quite a long time. Yes, yes. How did how did you handle that? When Grandpa died. Yeah, that was hard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and then, uh, but I made it made a point to do not just sit home and brood. Yeah. And uh, 
and they were a joint thing. I think there was a, a Red Hat group. I yeah. I got involved with that, and uh, Marcia Dimo had a. She would belong to that Red Hat group, and she had a travel agent, and mm-hmm. and then she had always trips that she planned and. And uh, and then I would travel. Started traveling with her. So, what's your secret to living ninety three years old? Well, I have no. Uh, I, I I've just had a normal life, and <laughs> I can't honestly. I. I have no idea why I'm living this long. I say that to me, to myself once in a while. I said, uh, why am I, uh, I even talked to God. I said, Lord, why are you keeping me on this earth? You're 93 years old, and... And then what is the reason, <laughs> you know, I sort of ask, and I don't, and then I, uh, well, I I try to live a, live a clean life, and, and, and then I say to myself, that must be, I can't say that I've ever done, it. I, I have not been perfect, I know there have been times when I have regretted things, but but um, I, I brought it to God and, and asked for forgiveness, and I said, thank you. I think that has helped, yeah. having, believing in the Lord. That's always been important to you, huh? Yeah. Do you have any, are there any really special memories that you really cherish? Well, I think um, first thing that comes to my mind is maybe the, the first year that had a baby when Diane, you know, but she, the, to be be a mother. What are some of the things you're most proud of? Well, raising my kids, I think I'm proud of them. My my children, how all of you, have, all of them have turned out. Uh, um, so well, and then, and then the, and they, and they're doing such a great job, right, raising my grandkids, and I, I'm proud, I feel like, well, I, I said that to Craig one time, and, and he said, well, Mom, that's because of you, yeah. you're the one that, the way you brought us up, uh, he said, though, it's just rubbed off onto to us, and we're more or less, all of them are bringing up their kids yeah. a lot like like we, we were brought up, so. Yeah. Well, you're right. <clears throat> That's something to be proud of, that's for sure. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you happy with how the last 93 years have gone? Yes, I am very happy. I, 
can't say I regret very many things if there is. But if, the thing that I'm so lucky for, to have such a wonderful family that all of you are getting along, is so uh, I feel I did something right. <laughs> you know? Well, I think I'm pretty much done. Well, well thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for bearing with me and doing all this. Yes, you. I enjoyed that that yeah. you come. <laughs> well, just know that you know. Thanks for always being our grandma. And, yes. And our mom for everyone else. And yeah. Yeah. Know we, know we love you. We always love you. Yes, I can tell that. <laughs> that whenever all of you're around. That I am, I'm the special one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sounds like it's been a good 93 years so far, and yes. maybe 93 more, huh? Oh, no, I, I just wake up in the morning and thank the dear Lord that, that I, at my age, that I'm still able to get up out of bed by myself and and use the bathroom and and uh, while I'm here I hope to speed continue being the way I've been I don't want to change anything so thank you I love all of you (laughs) perfect thank you